0: Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Eric Drager, with another episode of Walk the Walk and Talk the Talk, MMA edition. This episode, I am talking to Benjamin, correction, Marcus Benjamin. We're talking about the fight that happened last week, and also our prediction on the next UFC card coming up, main event card, pay-per-view coming up. Uh, I'm thinking about doing this, like, once or twice every week, so, like, every other week. So there's going to be like twice a month podcast, probably with him. My next one, I've got some decisions on who I'm going to have with. But yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Pretty good. So this one's gonna be a little different than the last one just because we're talking about MMA. We already have kind of subject and stuff are talking about. So before I start this podcast, I want people to know that we are not professional athletes. We're not fighters. We've done a like, you did a little MMA too, right?
1: Yeah, very, very little bit of it.
0: Yeah, so, like
1: – But I've been it for over a decade now, so.
0: Yeah, so we both have done it, but we're not, like, professionals. We're just fans talking about this. But, yeah, so what we're going to talk about is the fights that happened last weekend, like last Saturday, starting with, I guess, the, the main card. Or you just want to do the main event or the co-main co- event? because right, I know. Uh, uh, Are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay, so I was asking, how do you want to talk about it? Cause do you want to talk about the, like the whole card or do you want to talk about the main and co-main event?
1: Um, I mean, we can talk about the whole card. I mean, not like prelims on them if we have enough yeah. time for that. Yeah, I do have a lot to say on the co and main event. Okay, so
0: the opening fight that was Paige Van Zandt, right? And who, like, I forgot who she fought. I'm, I'm really bad with female fighters.
1: Uh, same. Um, I know it was a rematch. They fought before, and in the first fight, uh, her name will come back to me. But in the first fight, she. Um, I know th- that was. Um, I'm thinking of the. You're thinking of Rosemont
0: Ma- nah, Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. Of Amanda Rydas.
1: Yeah, she slammed her on her head. Yeah, but was, she was. That was,
0: yeah. was Rosemont nah, Nunez and Jessica drives there or whatever the hell—I'm bad with names.
1: No, these this fight card—the names were were yeah. giving me trouble. yeah. So a lot of Russian, long Russian names.
0: Well, even though, I, even though I know that the first fight, even though I had her, I had Paige VanZant winning, I wasn't really surprised that she's lost because she's kind of, she's, she's—I'm not, not going to say she's a journeyman, but she's kind of a she's she's kind of a fifty fifty she's kind of a five hundred fighter like a little bit
1: yeah, more pretty than fighter almost <laughs> but yeah. um she, yeah that that she was going up against a high level grappler, and yeah. as soon as they locked up, I could see the strength difference, so I mean it was kind of downhill from there, yeah she got locked up pretty fast too yeah i I, I just listened to the radio
0: just because I wasn't dropping anywhere. But yeah, so I was all the fights on the radio. Yeah, because you have radio shit on YouTube and I just listen to it. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that fight, I wasn't really, I really don't got much to say. It's like, I, it was kind of like the way that they made it sound. It was like, it, it was kind of noticeable that, you know, Vance Ant's grappling was not strong enough to handle it. You know?
1: Yeah. And even though we didn't know um, the, because and this uh, girl that we can't think of her name, she's new. Just, I think that yeah. I'm pretty sure that was her debut, right?
0: I believe so. Yeah, I think yeah, it was. I think so.
1: Yeah, any Brazilian coming in in their debut is gonna lock you the fuck up. So no, she's had she
0: four fights in the UFC, but all four she's won by submission. Well, she has she has two decisions, but all all five fights she's won in the UFC. Well, all four fights she's won by submission or decision. Right. Yeah. So.
1: And that's she the thing. Maybe maybe she's a force to be reckoned with. Just yeah. Don't let her get
0: Yeah, I like I don't know how she'll do against like you know other flyweights because you know they have um what's her name, Joe J Check is a flyweight. I still think she is. I know. Um, fuck. Yeah, because you know?
1: she said she's going down, right? Yeah,
0: Valentina Chochenko, she's still a flyaway – she's the flyaway champ. And I was like, we'll have to see her in her career go up in that just because the fact is we don't really know where she is. Because, again, Van, Van Zet, she's a better fighter than I am because she made the UFC. But she's, more yeah, of, of course. she's she's more of a journeyman than, you know, contender. She's more of a gatekeeper as of right now. Right. You know I mean? Yeah, so – the second fight was the uh, women's draw weight. It was Rose Not munez and Jessica Adrottens. My first fight was a rematch where Jessica, like, slammed her on her head and knocked her out. What was your opinion on this fight? Because I lost service or on this one. Give me one second. All right. it was. I know it was a split decision. Are you smoking right now?
1: No, no, no. Um, you said this is the, the one. split decision with with Rose and Jessica. Yeah, there we go. I said that the first time. Yeah. So at least the way.
0: Yeah, What's up?
1: A lot of people think she lost, but I think I think she did what it took to win, especially round by round, and she looked more beat up. But yeah, well, um, that- it's off
0: that happens all the time. Like I remember when I used to wrestle, I had like, especially freestyle and Greco, my ear would be like swollen black and blue because the fact is, you know, cauliflower and stuff. So like, I get it, but like the way they made it sound is like it it could have gone either way, which, you know, that's the one thing about women fighters is a lot of times they're more, there's sometimes the most of the time, well, they're better now, but you, you, especially back in the day, it used to be like balls to the wall. So it usually would be a split decision. It wasn't a knockout or submission.
1: Yeah. So, and she did what it took. Um, it was weird because she's was taller and lengthier, but the other girl had—I I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure she had more reach advantage. So the reach was kind of even, but Rose just stayed at her range, yeah, and did what she needed to do, and and landed more hits. So I mean, it was close, but in my opinion, I think she won. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I think actually. I don't remember. I think I bet I bet I think I bet for the other person in this one. Like in, my, in my, like the podcast I had a couple weeks ago about like who I think's going to win the fight. I think I had her I think I had Jessica just because of the fact that I looked it up and also I was like the win and I was like all right. Well, I'll go with Jessica then. All right.
1: Yeah. And she she had the better grappling obviously from the head slam but Oh yeah. So
0: what's your opinion on that? Because I remember I talked to my one friend about that, and he was like, oh, it's just a lucky shot. I'm like, well,
1: have you ever been slammed in your fucking head? It, it hurts. And, like, yeah, I was talking about during the fight when they were recapping before, the, um, before this fight, and I was like, it's it's extra. Like, you you get hit in the jaw, you, you, your button gets hit, and it's all it happens from the neck up. Dude. But when you get slammed, and now the wind's knocked out of you, going to come really? back from that physically, and who knows what to do with the neck. Damn, I remember I got it. Well
0: yeah, I remember that was my first concussion was because of that. So, oh yeah, I got a,
1: a wrestling tournament. It was, it was horrible because I just showed up to the tournament. Yeah, and the match that was going on. Right as you walk in, the dude got slammed on his head and neck, and then got taken out in a stretcher. Oh yeah, I've seen you see Again, that
0: all the time, dude. Yeah, dude. You see that all the fucking time. Especially, like, in that, like, state-level and national-level tournaments. Like, you see that all the time, man.
1: Yeah. And then your coach is like, all right, go go warm up. And you're just like,
0: that, that dude just died.
1: Yeah.
0: You yeah, know. Right. Yeah, like, that shit. And that's the thing I was trying to explain to him is, like, dude, you don't understand how it feels to get slammed in your head, dude. Like, it fucking hurts. Like I've had, a, I had a match one time where I got slammed in my head. And I had all the weight on my head, right? And luckily, nothing happened to me, right? Besides, but I had a concussion. I had a concussion to the point where I could barely move. Where I was seeing legit stars and shit because of that. Mm-hmm.
1: And the thing is, you like, look I saw... like things... I've lost some brain cells in those years of getting slammed. Yeah, because yeah, I
0: remember I was like, I saw again, I saw stars and shit. You know. And it was to the point where it was like, I don't feel – no, you don't feel right. Like, I still finished the match, but I I probably shouldn't have finished the match. I probably should have – they probably should have stopped the match when I landed on my head, man.
1: Probably, but yeah, – you know, through.
0: yeah, wrestling's stupid.
1: Wrestlers are stupid. All right. Yeah, I put myself through. All right, the fighter after
0: that was uh, Peter Yane versus Jose Aldo.
1: Yep, Jose Aldo. It was a great fight start to finish.
0: My thing is
1: like this kind of
0: shows that you know, Jose Aldo's getting a lot older because the thing is he's always had a gas problem in the UFC.
1: Yeah. And um and he, he would uh, after the Connor fight that changed him. I mean you yeah. could see it mentally. I mean for the better his boxing got a lot better. Yeah. And you saw it in this fight, but I remember we were joking, um, because I was watching the fights with Austin. Yeah. And um, we were joking because we, just by looking at Jose Aldo, he looked a lot older than when the tail of the tape came up and you saw he was only 33. And it's just like you got to realize this man's been in over a decade. Yeah. I think he was the champ for a decade. He was a fighting, he
0: was, a, he was the UFC champ for about a decade.
1: Yeah, and he was fighting in the streets of – know Brazil yeah. before that, so it's taking its toll on him. You can kind of see it, but he's still a contender. Yeah, so. like, yeah. I'm like pretty sure see, he won the first two rounds.
0: Yeah, like that's how. That's at least how the. That's at least how the guys that I was listening to said it. But the thing is, it's just I. I don't know how he could do better because the thing is, again, he's been going through a lot of wars and shit. But you know, he, I.
1: He, I he keeps letting me down because I'm an Aldo fan, you know. Even though he, he got knocked him, out by Connor, you know, I've, I've been watching him since he started, dude. and saying that he's not leg kicks like he used to back in the day. He used to blow out people's knees. Mm-hmm. With, yeah, I saw
0: when you, he you fought Uriah you Favor, and you know when he fought Cups Swanson, he had like the fastest knockout with a double flying knee, dude.
1: Yes, yeah, and like, so he's, and it's like he's. He had the counter fight, and he wanted to clean up his boxing, and he did, but it's like, okay, you got that now. Still keep your high-level leg kicks and your knees, and it's he's not doing nearly as much as he used to back in the day when he was champion. Yeah. I think it's, it's –
0: yeah. If, I, if I, he was,
1: kicked he, people's legs more, he could throw
0: people's game off. Yeah, and the thing is, is, like, when he used to kick people, it used to, like, it used to be, like, damaging, man, you know. But, yeah, like, the way, that, the way it sounded, it was like it was a pretty good fight and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, he kicked him once. He kicked Peter Jan, and Peter Jan flew in the air and landed on his ass. And then you, I was kind of like, yes, yes, yes. Keep that up. And then he didn't kick him for the rest of the, the entire match. And I'm like, no, come on.
0: But, yeah, so that was a knockout. And I think, like, the, what, the,
1: thir- the fifth round. Yeah, TK. Yeah. Um, he's, he's smashing him, and it was kind of uh, the ref kind of let it go a little longer than I thought it needed to. Um, because he wasn't intelligently defending himself, I mean, he was, but he wasn't. What's your opinion on that? Him.
0: Like, what's your opinion on refs doing that? Because I know you didn't do that much, but what was your opinion on that? Because you know, I get like when people would get mad at refs during wrestling tournaments and stuff like that when you help when you hold them in a pin or you hold them in a pin and they're not doing anything and they're legit pinned or like, the, or like for example, when fighters are like getting hit more than they should get hit, what's your opinion on that? Cause that bothers me when that shit happens, man.
1: Um, I, I kind of, I'm like, I have mixed feelings towards it. Cause I like when a fighter can show restraint and knows he doesn't need to, but then I also know the animalistic aspect of yeah. it and a fight getting stopped late. Um, I like that more than a fight getting stopped too early. So it's kind of like that. And then I, my favorite fighter, um, Dan Hendo Henderson. Yeah, uh, I an interview with him and it really stuck with me. Was he was like, he's known for blasting people like a couple times after they, you know, they're down, just raining down on them. And someone asked him about it after the Bisbing fight because you know that was a brutal knockout. Yeah. He was like, look, people, like, my adrenaline's going, and you got to realize I'm in the cage with some people who are nicknamed the Axe Murderer. I do not want to give him a second chance to get up. I want to take all the time that I can. I don't want him to want to fight me again. So if I blast him a couple more times and I don't kill him, like, that's that.
0: Yeah. No, I got you. Like, I agree with you on that part. All right, so... All right, so the, the, the co main event was Alexander, Alexander,
1: Volkanovsky,
0: yeah, and, 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 Max and Max Holloway. So, i like at least when at least with people who were when I was listening to the radio, they thought that Max Holloway won, you know, and there's a bunch of fighters who thought that Max Holloway won. What is your opinion on that?
1: Oh, um, I thought that too, and I wanted him to win. So without being biased, I'll say um, he looked amazing the first two rounds, and then it was even the that. So I thought he won the first two, but yeah. then the last three were so close. In two of those, he got taken down. He got right back up. But all that Ooh. being said, was a close fight to take the belt away from a champion. I feel like it can't be a close fight. They're gonna they're gonna lean towards who as the belt. So yeah. He needed to either finish him or dominate him for the next three rounds, which he didn't do. That's honestly, that and got you takedowns, so it was just like he needed to put some more prep in his step those last two rounds, and it was kind of just evenly matched. But you're yeah, never gonna, yeah. you're never gonna eke a win and take the belt from somebody. You gotta, you gotta finish him or dominate him, and he didn't do that, so. That's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, that's kind of like how I thought it was because I remember like the podcast I did
0: for the predictions. By the way, we're gonna do predictions for the next UFC card coming up, like the main, like the UFC 252. If you want, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So the thing that the thing that I even said in that one is like I want Max Holloway to win, but the thing is he needs to explode out. Because I remember watching the first fight, and it was like, Yo, know, man, I've seen I've seen you fight, you know, Jose Aldo after he was pissed off and he still was he was his boxing was still he still but he was still doing leg kicks. Yeah. You know. And that's the thing it's like you could beat him and I'm not giving I'm not giving <laughs> out. I'm not I'm not saying Alexander is not Jose Aldo level but the thing is it's like he's not like the same animal as Jose uh Jose Aldo was when you know Max Holloway yeah, fought. At least in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh Volkanovski he's more hungry. He's yeah he's a new champion he wants to defend his belt he's yeah. he's just in an in a different um generation than Aldo I'm not saying Aldo's not hungry yeah. but he's been around he's been around yeah. the block Vol- volkanovski's just you can still see it in his interviews and in his p- post and pre fight he's hungry and he's going to put everything he has into it
0: and i still think
1: i i still think that if max should have probably
0: at least the way they should i feel like he should have exploded more because the thing is he's He's a he's about my height, and I'm six, and I'm like almost 100 pounds heavier than him. He's my height, he's, I'm a, you know. He's a tall dude. He's like six foot something, and it's like I feel like he should have been a little more explosive on that one.
1: Yeah, because in the first two rounds he was, he caught him with a head kick and dropped him. So that's, yeah. that's why it was so close, but he just didn't get in. It kind of sucks because now he's gonna have to go to a different weight class unless. Honestly, honestly, yeah. Well, he can still he can still
0: go for a third one. Just it's gonna take it's gonna be a while because the thing is the way that's that's, yeah yeah, yeah. no. Because the way they do it is is you gotta well obviously he has to lose a belt, but but the way they sometimes do it is is he he has he starts from the bottom. So yeah, he would probably. The thing is, I feel like if he went up to lightweight. He would have to put in. He would have to put on a little weight, in my opinion. A lot. Cause, yeah, because his frame. Well, not well, not not as much as like you know heavyweight, light heavyweight to heavyweight. But he would have to put on at least a good twenty,
1: fifteen, twenty pounds of muscle, in my opinion. Because the thing is, his yeah. body frame.
0: He has and that the means. Bite.
1: What's up? That that means putting on more weight and then dropping down to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why
0: I'm saying like ten, fifteen pounds of muscle. You know, so that yeah. way. I mean, because t- the thing is. Because I don't know what weight class – because I know the lighter the weight class I wrestled at, the harder it was for me to make that weight because the thing is you don't – you can't – you don't have as much weight to lose. Like I can make 215 to 189 easy, but 189 to 171 was kind of a pain in the ass, you know.
1: Yeah. Once you start getting it's, it is your body yeah. frame. You can't go yeah. that long make that mistake and then kind of – I'm not just dropping water weight anymore. I'm dropping muscle, and I'm losing cardio. And... Yeah. And that's
0: the thing. Like, I'm not justifying – like, I'm not justifying, but I feel like he needs – I think – I feel like he needs to gain a little more muscle before he goes. And I feel like – I feel like – um, I don't think it could be Khabib.
1: Because yeah. I don't um, think that's going to be Khabib or Usman is someone with equal grappling. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. Speaking of Usman, let's talk about the
0: the the fight that you know that you lost. You know you owe me a drink for.
1: Yeah, um, I thought I thought it was um, definitely it was Usman's fight. Um, oh yeah, I thought Masvidal stuffed a lot of takedowns. Yeah, um, he got in certain areas and and wasn't completely dominated. Mm-hmm. but He definitely lost. Everywhere. Yeah.
0: yeah, like I know with the way they heard it, it was like it, it was really boring listening to that fight.
1: Yeah, because um that that's where it upsets me too, because I'm I'm a wrestler through and through, but at the same time, I'm not I don't want to watch even wrestling matches were more exciting than what he was doing. He uh would put him up against the cage and stomp on his feet for over a minute, and it's um they're, they're, that's a, a solid way of fighting, not the uh, feet stomping. But yeah. out grappling someone, you also need to um, pound them to the ground. That's what Khabib does. He doesn't just yeah. hold people down. He pumbles them. He he does ground and pound. Like, there was there was more Usman could have done to make it seem like he was just winning just to win. Like, you still yeah. need to be exciting and give the fans a show and, and try and yeah. finish people. It didn't seem like he was trying to finish him at all. And the thing
0: is, like, like I get why. Like, because the thing is, I was talking to my my be- one of my best friends about this. He was like, and he was like, he picked, he picked, he picked, he picked not Usman, he picked uh Fidel, too. And the thing is, I get why people picked him, because the thing is, his style is way more exciting. You know, like, his st- his style is more exciting. It's like, who's the, better, who's, who's the more famous boxer? You know, Roy Jones Jr. or. Mike Tyson, you know,
1: and the, uh, what's up Mike Tyson.
0: Yeah. And the reason why is because of his style. It's not because he's a better boxer because Roy Jones is a better boxer. It's just because of the style. And that's mm-hmm. the thing. And that's the thing. It's like, that's the reason why I picked Usman. is because like, well, you know, Jorge only has one way to beat him. He has to finish him because the thing is, it's like those weight classes like Khabib's weight, lightweight, lightweight and welterweight are like the only two weight classes where you have to be extremely. You have to you can you can be really. How am I wording this? You can be really extremely good at grappling and be especially wrestling, especially a wrestling based style, and be so so in, like striking and so so and you know jiu jitsu, you know.
1: Yeah, because
0: if we look at like if, especially welterweight, if we look at all the champions in welterweight, right if we talk to all the champions in Walthway, right, you know, you know, before, before, uh, after, um, what's his name, Cam Newton, or not Cam Newton, um, fuck, the guy who Matt Hughes slammed, right, every champion be- after him was a wrestler and had grappling. Besides, well, Jan- Johnny Hendricks didn't really use his wrestling and Robbie Law didn't use wrestling, but both of them were both wrestlers. And that's the thing is like, you yeah. have to, you have Power to, be in- yeah you have to be a wrestler with those guys you know you have to be a wrestler in that weight class you have to be a, you have to be a grappler in um, you know lightweight because before um, uh, what's i don't i can't believe I'm forgetting this guy's name after during during Sean Shirk, all the way besides BJ Penn because BJ Penn was a you know a black belt in jiu-jitsu you had to have grappling besides Con- Conor was like one of the only ones that really wasn't a wrestler you know, and then yeah. when he fought, then when he fought a grappler, like it be, he got smashed because the thing is he didn't, like, that's the thing. It's like those two, like those two weight classes, I, like every time I talk to people, those two weight classes, I always tell this people the same thing. It's like those weight classes, you have to be, a, you have to be able to grapple.
1: Yeah. You know, it's Masvidal. Um, is, he is a grappler yeah. stuffed. Takedowns from Usman than he than he took, and he yeah. didn't get completely dominated. Like yeah, versus Khabib, that was a complete domination, and he was gonna get finished because there was no he had nothing to defend against. If you go back and rewatch the Masvidal Usman fight, he stuffed a lot of takedowns, and if he if he there's a possibility he can work on his grappling and and make it more of a fight.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he's not a grappler, but the thing is, like, if he fights a smart grappler, like I'm not going to say a grappler because the thing is, Ben Askren was a gra- was probably one of the best grapplers, and you know, Ben Askren wasn't a he. He doesn't. He's not a smart grappler. You know.
1: Yeah, no, you got to be able to set it up. This is UFC. Yeah. You're not.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's not. Be... He's not. He's not a smart yeah. grappler. But like when he fought Damian Maya, Damian Maya is a different type of like grappler than you know Usman. Usman does like usually the blast takedown. That's it. Right. He might do a couple other things, but that's pretty much his, that's pretty much his forte. But yeah, Clint. Ma- but when Damian Maya fought him, Damian Maya was climbing him like a monkey, you know? Like he was like grabbing his back. He was like doing, he was doing takedowns. Let him, let him, he was like doing a sweep, sweeping, getting his, trying to get his back and stuff like that, you know? And I'm not, and again, I'm not saying Usman's not a, not a grappler because, you know, if I'm bright, I think he's like a brown belt or maybe a black belt.
1: I'm not 100% sure. Right it didn't seem like it I mean if he is he wasn't going for any submissions yeah. he wasn't trying to do ground and pound it seemed like he was just holding them down but that's the thing a lot of
0: a lot of a lot of wrestlers when a lot of wrestlers I don't know if he wrestled um, I know a lot um, of wrestlers they either do one or two things they do what Usman does well one of three things what Usman does what Khabib does or more likely than not what Chuck Liddell and you know Gashi does you know they they become yeah. they become you know strikers that can you know and the thing the thing about that style is that style especially ex, well mainly in the heavier weights they do that just because you know like light heavyweight middleweight they do that but the thing is it's like it doesn't really fit in welterweight and lightweight because the thing is it's like you need to have you need to be able to control where the fight goes like you know
1: yeah
0: like say for example um. Well I'm like a hundred I'm like hundred pounds heavy, so never mind. Like say for example, like we're the same weight and we're we're in a fight, right? But I can't take you down, but I can stop takedowns, but you can take me down. You know, you see where I'm getting at? Like, yeah. That's what a lot of fighters do. That's the thing about the like the Diaz brothers. Like, I'm not a Diaz brother hater. I like Nate, Nick Diaz, he's one of my favorite fighters of all time. Nate Diaz, he needs I don't understand a word he says, but I like him too. I like the way they fight. But the thing is yeah. their their style is you know they're really good on the ground but they're not good at controlling where the ground goes and that's an issue that a lot of certain
1: certain fighters have you know exactly but it's they're always exciting cuz it's always, it's always exciting oh. when there's a fighter that can fight wherever the fight goes yeah and so the Diaz brothers can work submissions when they get taken right. down from the you know from their back and then when they stand up it's just fireworks yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I'm not ripping I'm Like, again, Nick, Nick Diaz
0: is probably one of my favorite fighters of all time. You know, like, I remember watching him fight um, KJ, uh, uh, KJ Noons the first time and the second time. I remember watching him knock out, or what's his name, Paul Daly. You know, yeah. like, that shit is interesting. But the thing is, he's like, especially the weight classes that, you know, Jorge Masvidal is in, um, Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz, they need to be able to wrestle.
1: Oh yeah, you you have to because once you come across a wrestler like this, it's yeah. it's gonna be a complete domination. And shit, their weight class has well, middleweight I think's had the
0: most. Well, middleweight class has had the had the most medalist. But like, I know for a fact that welterweight has had a couple of welter medal, like a couple Olympians. You know,
1: yeah,
0: you know, and that's the thing. It's like you have. Like, shit, Ben Askren was a um, – even though I didn't look it, he was a four-time national finalist in, in NCAA. Yeah.
1: You know. So, there's no taking away. Usman definitely won that fight. There's just always a sense that it's like, okay, go for the finish, man. You're getting paid yeah. enough uh, to to go for a finish. This ain't the ultimate, you know, wrestling championships – yeah, so, because so more wrestlers should take people down and finish them. And yeah. it, in my opinion, he wasn't going for a finish at all.
0: Yeah, and I, I agree with you on that part. Like, I do feel like, you know, you do need to start – You they do need to go for finishes. Like, I see why they don't do it. Like, I don't think – I think they should get rid of, you know – I think they, they got rid of – I think they got rid of the knockout and submission of the night, right? And now it's just the performance of the night.
1: No, I right. think they should do that. Yeah, they just don't um, advertise it as much. But I hear fighters in interviews talking about it. Um, yeah. Like Cowboy Cerrone has the most fight of the nights. You know, I yeah. don't think they
0: stopped it. Yeah, like I know they still do that. I don't think they do knockout of submission. I think you do the performance of the night now and the, not, and the fight yeah. of the night, which I, I kind of agree with. I don't think they should do – I don't think they should do knockout of the night because I think that's, you know, because in the long run that kind of – because the thing is I've like for example, Chuck Liddell. You know, he was he was the guy who got me into MMA. He gets a tap to the chin; he's knocked out because of that. Because the thing is, he's looking for a knockout. But I do agree with you. I do feel like if you're if you're winning the way you're winning, yeah, look for a submission or look for a ground or look for a knockout or something like that. Because the thing is, yeah. it's like it does look better. It does. It, it's people aren't there to see you lay on top of a guy. I do. That's one thing I like. Yeah. About, like you
1: know, like were you ever into Pride? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's um, one thing
0: I like about Pride is the fact is they had the yellow and green cards. So like, if you're just laying there, they would throw out the yellow card, and the way they do it is different. You good? Uh yes. Someone's just knocking on the door. All right, but the way <laughs> they do it in MMA, the way they do it in, um, you know, Pride, and especially in Japan, is like they don't like you can't lay on top of a guy you can actually win the fight on your back. Cause the thing is they go for submission attempts and stuff like that. And I feel like they should do that a little bit in you, the UFC, because the thing is, it's like, it puts a little more excitement to it. Cause the thing is, I do agree with you. It's like, it's not just wrestling. And you know, if we, if I just wanted to watch wrestling, I would just watch, you know, NCAA wrestling tournament, you know?
1: Yeah. And it's more, it's for, I, I love fighters who pander to their fans. Like this is the sports for the fans. Like you, you want to put on a good show for your fans if you're Kamara Usman, and especially after he won all three rounds and realized he could take the fight where he wanted it to go, and at that point, it's like, all right, um, go for the finish. We know you're going to win, obviously.
0: Yeah, then just try Don't to finish. To win.
1: But but um, it's, it's a huge it's a huge statement he just made. If you want to beat him, you're going to have to beat him at that game. Yeah. And the, but the question
0: is, who's gonna be who's gonna beat him? Because you know, like the only the only welterweight I can honestly think like that could beat him is probably if. But the thing is, this guy has to get his act together. Is and is either Tyron Woodley, is Tyron Woodley? I think Tyron Woodley would be the only one. That could, but the thing is, Tyron Woodley has to be a hundred percent into MMA. He can't be you know, you know into MMA, then into broadcasting and into you know. Rapping and into you know being, being MTZ and shit, he has to be a hundred percent into it because the thing is like the reason why, I'm not making excuses, but the thing is with him it was like you know, when he fought Usman he was like he made a rap he made a rap album he was doing like a bunch of different shit it's like you can't do that at that level it
1: distracts you saw you see it happen to the best of the best John Jones you see it happen to Ronda Ronda Rousey. Rousey yeah. Oh, for sure. She's the perfect example of yeah. letting fame get to her head. She started doing modeling and acting, and then she just started getting destroyed immediately after.
0: And that's the thing. It's like, you know, well, her she's a she's a huge can of worms because the thing is, she also had issues with her coach. Her coach was an idiot. You know.
1: Yeah.
0: Her coach, like, her coach was a headache and a half. But that's the thing, man. It's like. I'm probably going to try to see if I can get Austin Brinker on the next one of these just because the thing is, he
1: is we're both he's still actively in the sport as well of jiu jitsu. So he it was good watching the fight with him, you know, someone who knows who's actively, you know, that day he was he was at the gym at 10 rolling around. Yeah,
0: me and him have to roll one of these days. I don't do jiu jitsu, but I do catch wrestling because I'm,
1: you know. I,
0: I I hate jujitsu. I fucking
1: hate doing jujitsu. I've learned enough of it to defend most of the you know the basic yeah. holds, guillotine, or triangle chokes. So I know what's going on when they try and do it to me. But I've learned it enough to just keep my dominant position and ground and pound. Yeah. But I'm not good at jujitsu by any means. Oh
0: yeah, me neither. That's why I do cat wrestling just because it's easier for me. It's natural. But all right, so we're done with this fight, right? Yeah. So the way I do it is I like to do. Let me get UFC to whatever. Pull this one up. Ah, oh, fuck me. Two fifty-two. All right, this fight's coming up like in a couple weeks. It's like April sixteenth, I believe. See, the sixteenth or the seventeenth? It's like it's like around. It's August. August. My bad. So we're just gonna do the main main card real quick because I don't really want to do anything else. All right.
1: All right.
0: So the first fight is the it's weight at it's Sean O'Malley versus um, Marlo Vega. I've heard of Sean O'Malley, but I haven't heard about the other guy.
1: And this this is the next one, right? Two fifty two.
0: Yeah, this is two fifty two.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up on my end too, so I can.
0: No, nah, you're good, man.
1: Get a visual. You know, when you see the fighters, you're like, yeah, okay, I know him. Um, yeah. So well, like, cool. or, the other guy,
0: he looks kind of like what's his name? He looks kind of like. Of course, my glasses are kind of foggy right now because I've been out. I've been doing layouts and shit. But he he looks kind of like Uriah Faber, but I don't really know anything about him. Like I know a little bit about the other guys. Like little before, but that guy, I don't know anything about him.
1: And who's he again? Uh Sean O'Malley. This is versus... Yeah.
0: Marlo Very Theri... Vera.
1: Yeah, I don't know much about I know a little bit about Sean O'Malley. I know he's um
0: He's he's the guy that broke his leg and fucking still finished won the fight, right?
1: Yeah, he's got that showmanship that he's bringing that style that the new yeah. generation's coming in with. Yeah, so I'm seen. gonna
0: I'm going to go with Sean O'Malley just because the thing is, I don't really – I don't know anything about the other guy. And I've seen – I know Sean O'Malley has, like, the heart to win a fight. you know.
1: Yeah, and he's undefeated.
0: Yeah. All
1: right, the next fight so – he's, he's, got, he's got momentum. Those undefeated yeah. guys, they're they're on a roll with winning. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah I know those guys are pretty – like, he's definitely – he's definitely got the edge. The thing is, the other guy – but – like, I don't know. It might be interesting because the guy's lost six fights. So even it, like, even though I'm going for Sean O'Malley, it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see this fight. Cause the thing is, I know it's going to be, you know, if, Marlo, if Marlon, is uh, Marlon, whatever the hell his name is, Vera, you know, actually pushes the pressure and actually gives Sean a little pressure. It might work in his favor. The thing could be because he's undefeated because you don't know. Cause the thing is, when you're undefeated, you have a mindset. But the thing is, once you push that mindset, it sometimes, you know, messes with him a little bit.
1: Yeah, but, very absolutely. true. And also, also, there's always anytime I'm trying to predict in this weight class of Bantamweight, it's fast paced yeah. and exciting. Like yeah. anything can happen, but just by how fast these guys move and they never get tired. You're never going to yeah. see anyone really, really gas out in a bantamweight match, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. All right. So the next fight is, god uh, goddamn Pedro,
1: Molhanzo
0: versus Frankie Edgar.
1: Yes. Um, I, I go, go back for and it. forth on Frankie Edgar. Um, i I've been watching him since he started, and his fights are always exciting. I just feel like the his style of really good footwork and boxing is people's sure. mapped it out by now.
0: Yeah. My thing is, he's like, he's one of those fighters where he has very. um, What's it called? He has very, he has kind of a predictable style in a sense, you know, but he also has, yeah. he also has one of those styles where it's like, he doesn't, really win the fight like he wins the fight but he doesn't win the fight if that makes sense yeah he's had, he, he's had a lot of close fights like i remember the one like he's he not a
1: fight. finisher yeah unless was, someone gasses out with him
0: yeah like i remember one fight i think it was i think i forgot who he fought he fought this one of defeated guy and he messed up the dude's face but then i've seen him fight um you know you know benson henderson it's like it's I could go, even though Benson won. I could go on either way because he he has those fights a lot of the time, you know.
1: Yeah, they're all always close, and he has heart. He's proved that over all the years. But um, this this other guy, he's new. Yeah. Relatively, I mean, his record shows that he's been fighting for a minute. But I, I'm gonna God. go with Frank.
0: I'm gonna go with Frankie on this one, just because the thing is, even though I don't know really much about this guy, but I'm gonna go with Frankie.
1: Yeah. Once I if I knew a little bit more about him, because you know Frankie's coming down from light yeah. uh well not light heavyweight. He's coming down from Featherweight. From lightweight?
0: No, he he's fought Featherweight for a while. He's he's coming down from
1: Featherweight, but I honestly yeah, so I, I haven't seen him enough in Bantamweight, but he might have a little bit more power in this weight and still retain his speed, so I think I'd probably not, not go with Frankie as well, and just you know, I'm a fan. So,
0: yeah. The only thing I have an issue with Frankie is the thing is, I feel like he should have, he should have done this sooner, you know, because he was a, uh, because he he wrestled at 133 in college, and I feel like he should have done it sooner than actually be, you know, light lightweight. I feel like he should have started at bad and white, and I'm and I feel like this is probably the more natural weight class because even when he was fighting, you know. Jose Aldo or, you know, Max Holloway or even guys that he lost to, he looked small to them. You know, he was a small yeah always. yeah, always. He always looked
1: small.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, like, I'm looking up the stats now, and these guys are the same height, you know, and Frankie has a three-inch reach on the guy, so I feel like that's going to help him out a little bit. So we're both on Frankie on this one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take Frankie.
0: All right. The next two guys, I'm just going to uh, – I'm going to sound retarded saying this. Ankle Lofzisks and I was going to say Ankle,
1: Ankle. Av. Ankle Av.
0: Yeah. yeah, Ankle Av and Ion.
1: Ankle I'm for sure. Gonna,
0: yeah, I'm not going to try to say his name. I'm not. But these two – I've seen both these two fight. I'm gonna go with ankle on this one just because the thing is I've seen the way he fights and he's very he's very explosive and he has like you know that he has that he has that like Russian style where it's like you know they don't really get they don't really give a shit
1: you know no like they it seems like they don't care about their life if they yeah. die that night, and the thing is, is' like even though I don't think he's a
0: wrestler, I could be wrong, but I don't think he's a wrestler actually. Um- I'm looking it up. This is a rematch, and Ankle actually lost his fight in the first round by knockout.
1: Oof. Okay. So,
0: but I'm still I'm still gonna go for him, just because the thing is, it's like this is the only loss. It was a knockout. You know, and knockouts are very, knockouts are very
1: weird. You know. Yeah, you can come back from him if you got caught. Um, it's, it's, it's dependent on the knockout It's first round. So I'm assuming it was out of nowhere, but if, you know, you were losing three, four rounds and got knocked out in the fifth, I'm going to, yeah.
0: Yeah. Then, yeah.
1: This guy has your number.
0: Yeah. I kind of agree with you on that one. Like, I feel like, you know, I'm going to still go with ankle. Because the thing is the other guy, I don't really know anything about. And again, it was a knockout, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a light heavyweight that happens a lot. And the thing is, if he's, and the thing is, again, Russians are, they're kind of brutal and they're kind of, you know, they're pretty tough. Cause the thing is, I know with wrestling, it's like, you know, I know, like, I don't know how you were in wrestling, but I know in college, like even we're studying freestyle and Greco, they're showing us tapes of like how Russians wrestle, because the thing is they're that good at wrestling. Like we're good, like we're good at folk style, but the thing is like, when it comes to Greco, they're probably better than us when it comes to wrestling. So. I'm gonna yeah. go with him because the fact is, I know he has some wrestling just because the fact is he's rushing.
1: Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with the other guy. I'm gonna say sure. um, once you knock someone out, you kind of you have that little that yeah, little the, that little bit of a little bit of swag in your step. I mean, it could I could eat my words, and he could think he has this fight in the bag and it not training as hard as he did the first time. There's always that, yeah. but. He's won once. I think he can do it again. All
0: right. All right. So now we're going to the Co Main Event. The Co Main Event is a heavyweight fight. It's Junior Dos Santos versus Gerard Zin Ho. Rosenstrike. Everyone just says
1: Rosenstrike.
0: All right. So this one, this one, I might be a little biased about, just because the fact is, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Rosenstrike. And the reason why I'm going to go with him is just because the thing is, I feel like I feel like Junior Dos Santos' his style, and I feel like the way his last couple of fights, he's he 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 has this he has a he has a you know he has a sprawl and brawl style. And the thing is, in his weight class, he he needs something else, you know, because the thing is, if you get clipped a couple of times, you know, your chin gets weaker and weaker every time you get knocked out.
1: Yeah, and, and he and- he's been around so long. In the sport, to where people have mapped out your style, that happens yeah. a lot, and yeah. um, he hasn't changed it either, so that's also what scares me. Um, huge like, fan of Los Santos, yeah, I and hope- all of his fights are exciting, but yeah, it's like, like, man, these 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 guys that are fighting you today grew up watching you, yeah.
0: Like, I hope he wins just because the thing is, I'm a fan of I've, 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 I've always been a fan, but I'm gonna go with him. Just because of the fact that you know, you know, the other guy, his only loss was to Francis Ngannou. That's his only. That's his only loss, and you know, losing to that guy isn't really like a big deal, you know. Yeah,
1: and he didn't get knocked out. If I remember correctly, it was like one of the most boring fights in the UFC history. Yeah, yeah it was a
0: knock. It was a knockout, but it was like a twenty-second knockout. Like at least that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, it was a twenty-second knockout, first round. It's like, well, you know. Breathes Agano has like the hardest punch, you know,
1: in the world right now. Yeah, so. so
0: if he hits you, you know you're going down. So yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Strike. All right, this is a Same. fight that I think I think this is a fight that we both argued about. With, it's Stipe Mayochek versus Daniel Cormier.
1: Who do you got? To watch? It's It's hyped because it's you know one one the other one yeah. now it's you know for all the marbles, uh, i got stipe um i like his style more
0: yeah
1: and i'm not even so much of a, a fan of stipe miocic i did um i actually i take that back i can say i'm a fan i like what he does he's a firefighter still and he's a yeah he's still a heavyweight fighter but um his style is just more fundamental for me daniel corme has his wrestling but if it's stuffed i think he's he's done for I'm a little
0: iffy on this one, just because the thing is, it's like if it's an out, it's if it's an outside fight, yeah, Stepe wins this one a hundred times out of a hundred, you know. Just because the fact is, you know, he's a he's a he's a much bigger guy, he's a much taller guy, he's a longer reach and stuff like that, right? Yeah. However, if you know it's an inside fight, I'm going to go with Daniel Cormier if it becomes an inside fight, and I feel. Like I agree with you. I, I'm actually a Steve A fan. I'm also a Daniel Cormier fan. But I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Daniel Cormier just for so that way. You know, it's a little bit of. It's not. It's just. It's not more of us disagreeing. And on top of that, I feel like Daniel Cormier is a better inside fighter. Like I feel like if it comes to clinch, which I feel like both of them are gonna go to the clinch because they're both wrestlers. They both wrestle in college. I feel like Daniel Cormier is gonna have a little bit of an advantage.
1: He would, but I, yeah. I'm going off their last fight, too. So the last fight yeah. was close. It was an exciting fight. Um, Daniel uh, mm-hmm. was, was you know, putting work on him. And then somewhere changed, and Stipe started throwing body shots and stopped yeah. clinching with him. And then that's when he won. So, they, I mean, they both got a solid game plan, and I think this next fight's going to be a little – yeah. Different than the last two, definitely.
0: Honestly, I feel like next fight. I hope it's not, but I feel like next fight's gonna be a little more like them like feeling each other out and stuff like that. Just because the fact is, both fights were both knockouts, and I know they to both knock each other out. So yeah. I feel like I feel like they're going to, you know, be a little more, you know, cautious about it.
1: Well, it's gonna be who wants it more at this point. Yep. They both prove. Like you said, they can knock each other out. They're decently, evenly matched in wrestling and stand up. So it's going to be who wants it more. This is going to be a it's going to be a good fight, interesting. But I got to go deep a on this one. He um he won the last one, and he changed his game fight mid fight. So I think he's um he's kind of mapped out how he needs to win. Mm.
0: I'm gonna go with Daniel Cormier. And the reason why I'm gonna go is because the thing is, I feel like he's gonna be a little more smarter. I think he's gonna his is even though he's just he's mainly a wrestler, I feel like he's very high, he has. A, I'm not saying CP doesn't, but I feel like he has a very high fight IQ, and I feel like he's gonna get the fight the way where he wants it to be.
1: Also, just yeah, because, that's what he didn't do in the last fight. He thought yeah. he could knock CP out again. Yeah, and I think that kind of like. Yeah. So, That's kind of why he lost. So, it's, like you said, his he does have a fight IQ and sets yeah. stuff up and actually calls out. He has that segment on ESPN where he calls out the fight IQs, yeah. which I I do like that segment. And um, I, I'm
0: not, and I'm, i But the main reason I do think Stepe could win, but I feel like Stepe he has to be outside. I feel like Daniel if he can get Daniel Cormier if he can goes go inside and Dirty Box, I feel like he'd have a little bit of advantage just because the fact is, one, he's a little more compact, and two, you know, Stipe's reach is, like, null and void with that. Because, again, Stipe has almost an 8-inch reach, reach on, you know, Daniel.
1: Right. That is a significant yeah, so reach that's what, advantage that yeah. he needs to use to yeah. his benefit. and yeah. it, I didn't really see it in the last two fights. So So I hear you on that one. So that's just
0: my opinion on it. But, yep. Hey, man, that's all I really got because the thing is we got, like, 10 minutes left before, like, this thing will shut off on us. So what I'm thinking about doing for this stuff is, like, you, me, and maybe Austin break on the next one just because the thing is he's done it, like, next, like, week or so. So that way, instead of once a week, we do this, like, every other week.
1: All right. Sounds good.
0: That way, you know. We don't burn each other out and shit. But yeah. Also, we got to talk. Well, we got to talk about like stuff, like plans outside the podcast later. All right.
1: All right. Sounds good. It's always so, good talking to you and talking on your podcast. Have fun.
0: Yeah, you too, man. And you're not getting any of the money. All the money is going to the podcast. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: All right. I'll talk to you later, man.
1: All right. Bye.